He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Ha <laughs> ha. Welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Intercom Studios, Miracle Mile. Recording live, always on a Tuesday. I know you're going to hear this Wednesday early morning. It'll be National Signing Day. We're going to talk about some of the big names across the country that are going to be signing today and where I think they're going to be going. By the time you hear this show, you'll probably know where they're going, but I'm going to go over it anyway. It's got a sleeper a week from the L.A. City section. Always try to highlight the city section as much as I can on my show. Uh, we got our recruiting news for the week. Uh, Bosco, big winner. Bosco, St. John Bosco, big winner this week. Talk a little bit about some of the kids and coach um, who's going to be headed to different places. A couple other guys, a big USC commit out of the junior class, a 20, 2022 class, uh, upcoming junior class uh, that's fresh off the press. We'll talk a little bit about that. Got some hot takes um, about the 49ers coach. Got a hot take about Patrick Mahomes and a hot take about elite high school football. Uh, so, <clears throat> a lot to get to, a lot to talk about, but it's going to be a relatively short show uh, by all accounts. Uh, but before we jump into anything else, let's get into recruiting. The Transparent Truth Recruiting Report. All right, uh, St. John Bosco, big winner this recruiting cycle. To the victor, go the spoils. Congratulations to St. John Bosco as they have a number of players who are going to be signing here in the second signing period. Let's start off with Matthew Jordan. Big defensive end, gonna be he's committed to Army. He's gonna be signing with Army uh, today, which would be or tomorrow, which would be today because since today is Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday. Wednesday, and you'll hear this. Also, Shea Womack, the big center, uh, signing with Air Force. Congratulations to him and his family, and also quarterback Josh Alford, committed and getting ready to sign with Idaho State. Congratulations to all three players. How about defensive backs coach Colin Lockett, former SDSU alum? Now going to be a GA, hired as a GA there at SDSU. So congratulations to Coach Lockett, good guy, good coach. Hopefully he goes off and does well there. So Vasco, big winner down the stretch here of National Signing Day. Congratulations to those players and that coach and to the Vasco program. How about Billy Hennessy uh, from uh, uh, San Dimas High School? Going to Azusa Pacific, committed earlier this morning. He'll be signing there tomorrow. And then how about out of the 2022 class, USC picks up a very nice commitment from uh, sophomore, soon-to-be junior linebacker, Junior Tui Halamaka, committed to USC just moments ago here um, as I was headed up to studio. Tui Halamaka, uh, a kid that I know pretty well. I coached his uncle um, in high school ball who ended up being an NFL player. And Tui Halamaka, big, fast, physical, smart, very aggressive, uh, built out of the USC linebacker mode as of late. And I think he's going to do a great job um, there in South LA. Tui Halamaka, physical, downhill player, can get sideline to sideline. Is a Mack truck waiting to create a car accident when he gets to the football. So congratulations to Junior and the Tui Halamaka family. Uh, and that pretty much does it for my recruiting segments. Time to move along. Let's get to our sleeper of the week. It's time to 
time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our Sleeper of the Week this week, again, it hails from the city section, and I like to uh, show love to the city section because, you know what, they're not elite high school football in the city section, right? They're just the, the, the little stepchild who, you know, don't get paid much attention to, but I like to show them some love when I can. When I find a guy, I think I got me a guy, we're going to go to Fairfax High School, L.A. City section. How about offensive lineman Shlomo Bass? From Fairfax, 6'5", 280. That's what he's listed. So he's probably about 6'3". Uh, but 6'5", 280 is, is his listed height and weight. Uh, I like him. I like him. Uh, needs to continue developing athletically, uh, work on base and balance, really work on that knee bend. But uh, he's a guy who can move a little bit. Um, I like he's physical. He's nasty. He wants to knock people on the ground. He plays both sides of the ball, which I'm sure you know is, is, is challenging for him. He's a big fella. But slow-mo bass. He's out of the 2022 class. So he's a sophomore. So he's got a couple more years playing varsity high school football. And I think this kid's going to be a very good football player one day as long as he continues to work. So slow-mo bass. Fairfax. Offensive line, I see him projecting as an interior kid, probably a right guard, 6'5", 280. He'll be 300 pounds before you know it, and uh, I think he's got a pretty nice future in front of him. So college coaches, I know you're listening. Shlomo Bass, Fairfax High School. Go give him a sniff. Go give him a look. Let's move along. Going to get on to my National Signing Day. Uh, just kind of preview and I know it's it's Wednesday when you're hearing this, so these guys probably have already signed. Besides maybe one, let's let's go to Jordan Birch. Jordan Birch is out of South Carolina, uh, some people's number one overall player, and maybe number two defensive end. 6'5", 255 pounds, committed to South Carolina. He lives ten minutes from the South Carolina Gamecocks campus. Committed to South Carolina, but did not sign his letter of intent in December. Now. He took a surprise or a secret visit to LSU. Some people are saying he's going to stay with South Carolina. It's going to be hard to get him from South Carolina. But anybody, if there's anybody that can 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 whisk him away, sweep him off the feet, is Coach O. And I believe that's what's going to happen. Okay, so if you listen to this, my prediction is that Jordan Birch is going to sign with LSU. They're moving to a four-three defense. Bo Pelini coming in as a new defensive coordinator as a, a, a big-time resume in terms of building great defenses and and guys coming out of his defense excelling at the next level. My call is Jordan Birch, who lives right next to South Carolina University and, and, and committed to the Gamecocks, is not going to sign there. He's going to sign with the LSU Tigers, and uh, I'm excited for that. Let's move on to Jamar Gibbs, about the Atlanta area in Georgia. He's committed to Georgia Tech for a long time. Georgia's been pushing for him. Now, Florida is, a, is, is the name to beat, but, you know, folks in Atl- Atlanta is real. If you've never been to Atlanta, Atlanta is real. It's a chocolate city, and it's real. People there, they have a sense of uh, self-worth, self-pride. 
loyalty. I got a feeling, and, and this doesn't mean if, if Jabbar doesn't go to Georgia Tech, he's not loyal. My point is, is just the people in that area have a sense of loyalty, and I think Jamar Gibbs stays loyal, and I think he attends Georgia Tech. I think they got a good thing going. They're trending upwards. They got a really good coach. They got a lot of energy. They got a lot of fight in them. They need uh, some big time guys to get come there and help them achieve the goals that they have set out for the program. Jamar Gibbs is a big piece of that puzzle, and I think. The four-star running back from the Atlanta area stays in the Atlanta area, goes to Georgia Tech, and becomes a big-time player there. So that's my call. Jamar Gibbs going to Georgia Tech. Uh, moving along, how about McKinley Jackson out of Mississippi? Four-star defensive tackle, 6'1", 320 pounds. Some people have said LSU. Some people have said Bama. That's going to be a close call. Uh, you got to remember. LSU at 4-3 defense, right? They already took two big-time defensive tackles, all right? Tank uh, uh, Guillory, Tank Guillory up out of Louisiana, and also, um, what's the big boy's name? Jacobian, I'm sorry, that's Jacobian Guillory, that's Big Tank Guillory, and then um, Jaqueline Roy, excuse me, Jaqueline Roy. Five-star Jaqueline Roy in the middle, Tank Guillory in the middle. They got two big time defensive tackles. One's a one tech, the other's a three tech. McKinley Jackson, where does he fit into that puzzle? Are they going to get three big time defensive tackles? I don't think that happens. I think he goes to Bama. I think he goes to Bama and he plays nose guard in a zero tech for Bama. He pushes the pocket. He commands a double and he gets off blocks. And he makes stops in the backfield. I think McKinley Jackson. The logical thing is for him to go to Bama and go play with Bryce Young and try to win a natty. So that's my call. McKinley Jackson of Bama. We'll see if that happens. And then last but not least, number one running back in the country, five-star out of North Shore High School, Mr. Zach Evans. Of course, you know, if you don't know, he committed to Georgia, was waiting to announce, then um, didn't announce. Now he decommitted from Georgia, and he's taking trips to you know, Old Miss, I think Tennessee is in the running. I got a sneaky suspicion. And my suspicion is that Lane Kiffin is 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 sitting behind his desk with the ace up his sleeve. And I think Lane Kiffin comes out on top and gets Zach Evans. Now I don't know if it's gonna happen on National Signing Day, which is on Wednesday, right? Today when you guys hear this. I don't know if it's gonna happen then. But I got a feeling Lane Kiffin gets Zach Evans and turns him up, turns him into, and turns him up like Reggie Bush. I think that's the selling point. I think that's the vision. And I think that Zach Evans might be interested in looking like Reggie looked at USC. So I think Zach Evans to Ole Miss is my my final call. So that's kind of the preview for the national names of National Signing Day. I know there's other guys out there signing. Good luck to them. Good luck to their families. Hopefully you're doing what uh, comes comes natural and feels good to you and your heart all right let's move along we got some hot takes hot takes this week hot takes um my first hot take is that listen i had the 49ers winning a game winning the big game right the super bowl i had them winning the super bowl and they did everything i thought that they would and could do against kansas city i thought they could run the ball and they did i thought play action would be open um versus kansas city's corners and they were um they were up 10, seven minutes to go in a game, but Coach Shanahan, you got eight opportunities late in the game, up, and you threw the ball on five of them. 
you got a great running game. Why not hand the ball to your speedy running back, put the ball on your off, put the game on your offensive line shoulders, and ride that wave? Shanahan lost the game for his team. Poor job, middle to late fourth quarter, call and plays, put the ball in the running back's hands, and let him behind that physical and very good offensive line. Let him let them go out and win the game for you. Churn out some first down, run some clock. Maybe break a big one. Doesn't do that. He puts the game in Jimmy Garoppolo's hands, and Jimmy G doesn't doesn't look like a G. He looks like a G U not. Jimmy G U not. Need to get back that hundred million, Jimmy G. You are not the guy. Um, very average. Very very average. And I haven't really seen Jimmy G much. Um, I wasn't a, a huge fan, but I hadn't seen him much, so I was reserving judgment. But from what I saw, not the guy, man. Big pass over the top. Could have made him a legend. Th- overthrows it by five yards. Can't get the ball out of his hands in the pocket. See the blitz coming. Get the ball out. Hit the hot. Get something done. Break a tackle. Get out the pocket. Run for a first down. Y- you're not Joe Burrow. That's for sure. But I'm still putting this game on Kyle Shanahan. You dropped the ball for your team for the second time. You dropped the ball in Atlanta against New England. Same type of scenario, same outcome. Got to learn from your mistakes, people. Kyle, I hope you learn from yours. Love you as a coach. Pour down the stretch of the Super Bowls two times in a row. Good luck next year. Moving along, another hot take. Patrick Mahomes will go down as the TBE. The best to ever do it. Here's why. Players are going to want to play with Patrick Mahomes. He's always going to have great weapons. He'll always be in an offense that's conducive to his skill set. Spread it. Pass it to run it. Create lanes for his extended plays. And push the ball vertically down the field. Patrick Mahomes could go down as TBE. The best no, not he could. He will go down. He's going to surpass Tom Brady. Who's going to take out Patrick Mahomes over the next 10 years? That's going to be hard to do. long as he's got guys like Sammy Watkins, Cheetah Hill, Kelsey, he's going to be tough to take out, man. He's going to win four or five more Super Bowls, and uh, I don't think that, that train is slowing down anytime soon. As long as he keeps his head on his shoulders and stays, stays grounded, stays humble, and doesn't get too big for his bridges, I think he's going to do a great job. And I think, you know, he will get Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And before you know, you know, before it's all over, he's going to have about four or five of those joints. Believe that. Mahomes, TBE. I'm calling it now. Moving along. My last take of the day of the show, elite high school football. We're talking, you know, the elite teams around the country. Listen, the elite high school football has ruined the high school experience. These super teams, they have, they're giving no shot to all the other teams. Parents are miserable. Kids having a transfer because other kids are transferring in. It's, it's ruined the high school experience as we knew it. Elite high school ball has. It's not about the kids anymore. It's about these programs making money so they can walk around beating their chest that they're the best. When actuality, it's turned into college football 
and a bunch of players are being recruited to come in and be hired guns to help people win. I'm not a fan of elite high school ball. A lot of suspect individuals, a lot of suspect behavior, and high school football on the elite level at least is not what I come to know or what I came to know it's turned into a monster and now it's about playing other teams out of state and blah 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 and to do that what do I got to do I got to go recruit a bunch of kids that go to other schools and I got to slide in the DMs and check for everybody else's kids and man listen I'm, I'm not you know Once upon a time, I had visions of getting back into coaching. I'm just not for the elite high school ball coaching. I'm not here to kiss people's ass and and, and poach other players. That's just not who I am at the core of me. Now, if you are doing that and that's the type of guy you are, listen, that's on you. Okay? Enjoy that. That's not what I want to do as a coach or wanted to do as a coach. I want to coach guys who want to play at the at the school, come in and develop talent and play and compete and enjoy the experience, have a great time, overcoming obstacles and battling through adversity. Not here to 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 to, to have parents negotiate players, players negotiating with boosters, <laughs> boosters negotiating with the coach. And then the whole thing imploding or not imploding and everybody's walking around, uh, you know, with a, a, a zillion skeletons in their closet. Elite high school football has ruined the high school experience for a lot of kids. As I knew it, as I knew the high school experience. Now it's about something totally different. And I think money's at the core of it. Because uh, money is always at the core of pretty much everything. But hey, that is what it is. Um, if you want the elite high school football experience, you know the schools who are willing to help you engage in that. If you don't want the elite high school football experience and you want to just play regular high school football and you want to compete against you know other regular high school kids who are the regular high school age in a regular high school grade and... Um, are not being paid to do so, then you know where you can go. It is a cluster at the top, but I know there's it's not everybody doing it, right? It's a few schools. I'm going to leave it at that and, uh, and move on. I'm going to leave it at that and move on. So, um, you know, we, wish it wasn't like that, though. Really wish it wasn't. Wish it was more, you know, guys... You know, coming who want to be there, who haven't been um, coerced to be there, right? And I know what the what the coaches say. We're just, we're just an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You're an option. You're an option that's calling, that's DMing, that's emailing, blah blah blah. So miss me with all that. All right, tell that to somebody who didn't just jump off the porch. I'm not the guy. Right, um, that pretty much does it for me and my show, The Transparent Truth. Appreciate you for joining me. Tap in on Friday, Five Star Friday. Hopefully, we'll have a great guest trying to line that up here really shortly. But uh, until then, please, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.